Hello, everyone, and welcome to a... Well, I wouldn't call this a special episode, but welcome anyway, but... um. I'm Abdullah, as usual, and this is L.O. Governor of the Podcast, and with me today is Tom. Hello. And we're here today today to discuss a very important sub- subject, which is the Sonic fan, fan movie that recently came out uh, by Blue Core Studios and directed by Eddie LeBron. And uh, yeah, this is the entire episode. It's just going to be us talking about it. And I'll tell you right now, we will get hate for this, but fuck it, I don't really care at this point. <laughs> so if if you're mad at us for for shitting on this movie, then you're you're fucking problem, man. not mine. Fair enough. Like, um, well, Eddie Brubron, if you don't know who he is, um, I think it's back a couple years ago now. He did the Mega Man fan film, which was about an hour hour and a half long film, and Ever since he done that, he announced that he was going to do a Sonic fan adaptation, which I think he announced back in late '09, early 2010, and it only recently came out. So it's taken about maybe two and a half years for this film to come out. Yeah, <laughs> and and you would think that with all this time, with all these teasers, with all the budget that these guys have been getting on from fans uh, from Kickstarter, because I remember they kickstarted the project. Yeah, and they asked and they asked people to donate to to the project. I mean, with all that money, with all the actors, with all that stuff, the the set pieces, the posters, the the teaser trailers, all that shit, and uh, and. You would think that the movie would be fucking amazing, right? <laughs> right? Well, <laughs> it question, it's questionable. Um, also, they were getting donations from um, the Sonic Fan Film website itself. And, yeah, it's it's hard to explain this film. It's like, is it good? Was it good? Was it bad? Oh, is what I mean. It's, the problem is, is that... You waited such a long time for this film to come out because, like I said, it's been in production for two and a half years, and then it finally came out, and you're like, "That's it." It's only eighteen minutes long, so compared to Mega Man, it's it's not even a movie. It's like it feels like a fucking prologue to a movie. That does- that's that's my main flaw with this thing. I'm like, wow, we waited all this time for this for this thing to come out, and this is just a prologue to a to another movie. Yeah. What the the thing is that this this feels like um, sort of like a television pilot or a movie pilot that basically you would film a very very short thing to show it to like a studio and possibly get a bigger budget to make it into a better film. So yeah, but 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 the thing is, like, who would look at this and say, yeah, we'll fund a live action Sonic movie because, as we all know, live action adaptations of cartoons have worked so well in the past for Hollywood. Oof. Alvin and the Chipmunks. Oh. <laughs> the, 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 the list goes on for, for that. Um, for, for those uh, sort of fans. It just... Here's my, here's my problem with it. It just doesn't work. It just... It's a stupid fucking concept. It's like... It's not like Transformers where, okay, I can suspend my disbelief for that because they're giant robots and, you know, robots are, actu- and are an actual thing that actually exists in, in the real world. Giant blue hedgehogs running around and talking. Yeah, I- I'm sorry. I-, I-, I don't buy that. 
I, I just I, I can't suspend my disbelief for that. I think the problem is with this is that the thing that really really hurt. Okay, let let's go through the cons first and just get get them out of the way. So. Oh, you want you want to like you want me to take a big shit on this movie for the start? Okay. Well, this is what I mean. It's just like if we get the cons out of the way, then we can basically analyze it a little bit better. It's just that. The problems. Are- oh, oh, and uh, before you sit, before anyone says anything, spoilers, obviously, because uh, you know we can't, we're not gonna, we're not gonna, we can't do an in-depth analysis without spoilers. So if you haven't seen it already, stop this, go watch it on YouTube. It's only eighteen minutes long, and come back. Yeah, then then come back and then compare notes or say your own comments. But yeah, I just felt that it would. The biggest problem with this is that. The problem is, is with the whole concept of Sonic, you cannot explain the concept of Sonic the Hedgehog in 18 minutes. It's way too much short, short time, and there's a lot going on, a lot going on. Yeah, uh, and then here's my problem. Like, the opening scene, it's like, Mobius, something years ago, and then you see Robotnik ship coming in, and there's this whole news thing, and everyone's like, who's this, who's this guy, who's this guy? And then he, he talks on the screen for five minutes, and then it cuts to three years later. What? What the fuck happened? Yeah. Why, why would you cut... What? I can imagine that... I can imagine that he was trying to get across that, basically, Robotnik sort of eradicated South Island with all his wildlife and all these mutated creatures like Sonic and everything like that. It's It just wasn't as well explained as... Yeah, but but they don't fu- they don't fucking explain it. It's just like you see this fat bastard with his robot army army invade invade a city. I'm assuming it's a city because I couldn't fucking tell if, if they wanted it to be a city or or uh, or a wildlife preserve. But I think <laughs> they film. I think that was filmed in New York only because that. There's there was one um, internet celebrity which was there. Oh well, we'll talk about we'll talk about the cameos yeah, later. Talk- uh, I got I got a whole rant about that. <laughs> uh, I got a whole rant about that later on. But I I don't know if he took over the city. Um, it would be nice if we actually saw him take over the city. But I un- again I understand you know budget limitations and all that shit. But you can't you can't put in something like this and then go three years later without having having seeing what he does to take over the city. Yeah. That, that, that's that's my, my main flaw with it. It's like, okay, you introduced the character of Robotnik. That's cool. And then he takes over the city. And who are these uh, gun guys again? Oh, yeah. Um, and like, and then, no explanation. No it, fucking explanation. It is a bit of a throwaway comment when they said that we sent RGUN forces in to, del- to deal with this issue, deal with... with um, Kinto Borg, which which I do like because that is sort. Of, the weird thing is that there's a load of references to different sort of sonic mediums in this film. Like it starts off like Saturday M sort of stuff. It's like South Island, Planet Mobius, that sort of thing. Then they throw in some modern sonic stuff from like Station Square, so Sonic Adventure Two, that sort of stuff in it. And then it, it, ha- it has a lot of things that were trying to please different parts of the fans. Fine. Yeah, but but the problem is the Sonic fan base are, I hate to say this because I am kind of a Sonic fan, but they are kind of assholes and they will never be pleased. You can never please all the Sonic fans, okay? That that's a, that's the harsh reality of it. That is true. It, it, you know, like you can't, 
you can't make this project. That's that's one of my main complaints about a LeBron in, in general is like when he went on and said, "I want to please the whole fans." I'm like, you can't do that. You can't because the Sonic fan base is fickle and they are they are kind of assholes about about each adaptation of Sonic. We, as a Sonic fan myself, I can say the Sonic fandom is very sporadic. Basically, it's all over the place. It's like you either like the classic stuff with Saturday M sort of stuff, or you like the new modern stuff that they're doing in the games at the moment. It's it's a very one-sided argument, whoever, whatever you like, or what you like. It's kind of... I don't know, it, you can't please everyone, simply. Yeah, yeah, you can't, and you can't, and I hate... I hate when movies or TV shows or video games do this, where it's the wink-wink-nod-nod syndrome. You know what I'm talking about? Where it's like, hey, look at this, it's an enemy from the game, you recognize this, it's the, it's the, it's the robots from Sonic Adventure, you know, you remember those. Oh, the, um, Sonic Adventure, Gamma, the Gamma Robots, the E100 series. (laughs) Yeah. And then you've got Buzz Bombers as well, which is a classic Sonic state staple bad guy and i think the base on the sonic the hedgehog one like i said there's a load of sonic references like i think there's a bit when um you see inside like eggs flagship or something like you see like two of those gamma robots on the computer and on the first screen it says green hill zone and then on the second screen it says marvel marvel hill um marvel zone or something like that so basically referencing sonic one from there yeah, I mean, it's, it's just there's so many references, and they don't they don't do anything to the plot. They really don't. It's just, hey, remember that from Sonic Adventure? Wasn't that great? Don't you want to play Sonic Adventure again? Yeah, but I mean, I'm watching a movie, and you know, I with a movie, I I kind of want to, you know, I I kind of want to be informed about where these characters came from and what they're prime directive is you know you can't just say okay this guy shows up one day declares himself ruler of the universe and has this giant robot army that comes out of nowhere i mean what is this i mean i would like to know who this robotnik guy is i'm just saying (laughs) we're not saying that the guy who played robotnik is bad oh he was fucking brilliant i I loved him he's he's like one of my pros i fucking love this guy the thing we're not saying he's bad we're just saying that the motivation behind him is just like, what is his motivation? What is his goal? Well, we know we know what his goal is. Basically, he wants to take over Mobius and everything like that and wipe out all Sonic's kind and everything like that. I think that's established. But it's just not... Give it... It, it didn't give it flavour, texture, or basically content. Basically, it's just simple bone, bone structure. Basically, it didn't give it any more dimensions. Basically, it just told you, and that's it. Yeah, I mean that's my problem. Is like you can't have an antagonist come on screen and and just say, "Hey, I'm the antagonist. Your job is supposed to hate me." It doesn't work that way. You have to show us. Uh, you have to show them doing something mean. Which okay, I mean they did show him torture some guy, but honestly, that guy was such a fucking bad actor. I was like, "Yeah, fuck him up. Fuck him up, Robotnik. Oh, fuck yeah. that guy up." Yeah, there was some bad. There was some bad acting. Well. From, from from the human characters, there was some bad acting and that sort of stuff. If any of them had speaking lines, it was wasn't great. But yeah, again, when it came to, should we talk about the cameos now, or should we just leave that a bit later? 
Uh, we'll get back into that la- la- a little bit later because, um, you know, that, like I said, that, that that's that's an entire section I want to talk about in in great detail. Yeah. But One thing, um, we haven't talked much about the CGI. Okay, um, this- I look. I, I thought about this. I, I mean, and and I don't want to be too hard on it. I really don't because I understand it's a fan film and you can't have enough money, but. God, God, just God damn it! Like the movement for Sonic is so stiff and just. The thing is, when, when he's still, when he's still and he's talking, it's all right. But when he, when you see him running, it looks odd. Yeah, and the movements are are just stiff. They really are stiff. And when when he's talking and moving his arms around, I'm like, oh, you look like a puppet with with someone's hand shoved up in their ass. <laughs> it's like the, the, there's some bits on this animated Sonic that worked well. It, it basically it looks it looks okay for a fan film. It looks it, it looked okay. It looked good. It's one of the best I've seen seen the fan made production. Yeah, but but character. like yeah yeah yeah. I mean he looks good, but the problem is when he starts moving and talking. Oh yeah. You're like, oh god, and I, and I swear to God, I, I I think they fucked up on the lip syncing at one part. I'm not sure, but I think they did. I <laughs> know uh, there, there was a little reference when Robotnik launched the missile. I think that was referencing a film of some sort. I can't remember the name of the film from my head, which is a real pain in the ass. This old black and white film was about this, the Cold War. Um, if anyone knows, mention it. But yeah, I don't know if that's referencing Sonic riding the missile sort of thing. Can't remember what film it is at the moment. But oh, oh, Doctor Doctor Strangelove. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Doctor Strange. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I think it was a bit of a blatant reference there, but yeah, yeah, I I know that I know that yeah, it's Doctor Strange love Peter Sellers, great movie, but once again, it's like it's just an odd reference thrown in there. I'm like Doctor Strange love really that 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 you know that's kind of weird. <laughs> okay, yeah. it's so funny. It's, I didn't mind the design, but basically with all the little blue fur quail bit. I I some for notice, a lot of people seem to complain about that. What, what, what do you feel about that? Um, because there's always been hon- I, no, honestly, I kind of liked Sonic's previous design in the two, in the 2011 teaser trailer that they showed. Oh, the really- where it was where where it was really dark and um, it was much more realistic. I kind of liked that design a little bit more because I could that that would have looked a lot better on film because I'm like, okay, this is what an actual hedgehog would look like. I think, the- but then they, they but then they changed it, which I don't know why. Yeah. I think they kept that original design, but then just I don't I don't know I can't I haven't seen the teaser trailer in such a long time. But if they, I think if they kept that design but made it just a tint lighter, tint lighter or so, I think that would would look better on camera too. And and, and then here's the thing: Sonic isn't even the worst CGI character in this in this. Uh... In this movie, I think the worst CGI was at the beginning where you see all the Chaos Emeralds. I thought, uh, that looked awful. That looked horrendously awful. The thing is that CGI is very hit and miss in this film. It's uh, basically the Golden Ring at the beginning. That was um, that was very well animated. The Chaos Emeralds looked odd. and They looked horrendous. I, I, I thought they looked like total crap. The Gamma Robots looked alright. Yeah, they looked alright, but when they interacted with people... Oh, yeah. 
Uh, it, it just looked stiff and unusual. Like, that's my problem. I wish they had motion capture. I wish that they did motion capture for this, because that's how, for those of you who aren't familiar with video games, that's how uh, they do cutscenes. They get people in mocap suits, and they have them do do the acting with, with all the lines and all that stuff, and then they, they animate it on the computer. I, w- I wish that they could have done that. I wonder but, if they actually know. did green screen actually got people in to stand in for those robots and just use them as like a capturing thing like you mentioned i'm curious to find out because um i know on his website he's basically uh renting out a red cam and a red cam for those that don't know it's an ideal camera to use if you're going to film something you're going to put cgi into it afterwards basically especially made for that sort of situations and um at the moment he's currently advertising on his um studio website um that you can read it out from him and everything like that for 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 for, for a day or so so i just i mean like i said i don't want to be too hard on the effects because i understand it's a fan movie i'm not i mean i'm not i'm not saying you know it has to be fucking amazing and all that stuff but my problem is with with all the wait that we've waited for this movie, it's been like what two two or three years now. We've yeah. been waiting for this movie, you know, and th- and this is the best you could come up with. I'm sorry. I mean, you know, you could have done better. <laughs> like I I know I sounded like a cynical bastard here, but I'm and I'm sorry for that. But I I felt that the CGI could have been better. Like I mean, Sonic looks okay, but when he started moving and and all that stuff, it looks it looked really stiff and unusual. Yeah. And also, I think when it comes to Sonic as well, I think we have to mention who's been voicing him. Okay, we'll get we'll we'll get into that now. Uh, Jaleel White. Uh, for those of you who didn't grow up in the '90s, which how could you? Uh, yeah, but uh, um, Jaleel White. He was the voice of Sonic in the cartoons in the '90s. Yeah, he did um, Saturday AM. He did Adventure Sonic the Hedgehog and Sonic Underground. Uh, which you can get, which you can get on DVD from eBay at a horrendous price because all those uh, series are now out of print, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> Thing is that I think he announced it as early as like the beginning, like he basically announced his film back in fall slash winter of 2010, and I think he announced it in October that he got Julia Weiss to do the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog. So this was, I think, this was like the big sewing point for this film was that. Oh, we got Julian White to voice Sonic, and this is the first time Julian White voiced Sonic since um, Sonic Underground. And here's my problem. Jaleel White, God bless the dude, very talented. He was awful. He was really awful. I thought he was alright, to be fair, but... I, I I mean he was really bad. Like He's trying so hard to sound like he did back when he was 15, because... For those of you who don't know, he recorded uh, Sad AM when back when he was 15, when his voice was a lot younger and. Uh, and his uncle. Yeah, <laughs> and now and, and yeah, and now I mean he's gotten older. I mean the dude's like what 40 or something, and his voice has changed drastically. And he sounded okay in some parts, but when he started trying to act like sa- like he's trying trying to act like he's all sass and all that stuff and trying to make jokes. I'm like, God damn, dude, just just no, no, it just doesn't work, I'm sorry. I think he did an alright job for, for what he did, it's just, he wasn't that bad, to be fair, it's like, there's been a lot worse of voice acting out there, if you, we can argue that. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's not as bad as Silver in Sonic 06, nothing will be as bad as it's that. Too... 
All that, all, all that, all the dub of the... Which Mega Man game was it for the PlayStation 1 that had the Tailboy voice acting? Uh, X, X7, was it? I think it, it was. It was one of the PlayStation yeah. Mega Man games. And, said, and you had Zero shout out, what am I fighting for? <laughs> Which is some of the most atrocious dubbing I've ever seen in my life when it comes to dubbing stuff, but... That's... Yeah, I mean, I can't believe I'm I, like I can't believe I'm saying this, but I kind of miss Jason Griffith for this. I thought I think that he could have been per- a perfect Sonic for this. Like honestly, like he could have been really great in, in this. But I, I understand why they did Jilly White because of the hinted nod nod syndrome, where it's like, hey, remember this? Yeah, like, like we mentioned earlier, there's a lot of hints and references to. Um... Well, to um, the classics, well, any Sonic media. I'm not- yeah, 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 I, I, I know that, but th- the problem is, like, my problem with, with White's performance was that he was trying way too hard to sound like he did back in, back in, in 1995, and it isn't 1995 anymore, I mean, he's a, he's a, he's a grown man, and... I mean, it's not like Kevin Conroy where, you know, he has this deep, dark, you know, brooding voice and, you know, his Batman hasn't changed a bit yeah. since uh, since the animated series. Uh, Jaleel White, I mean, with Sonic, it's more high-pitched and youthful. Yeah. And that's kind of a hard voice to do, you know, so. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, and he hasn't done, vo- this is like, I think, his first voice acting gig in a while now, so. It, <laughs> you know, it's, uh. It's it's definitely going to be hard, especially for a fan film. Like, what what do you, what do they? I think it's mostly because of direction, the direction. Because like some of the acting, some of the acting here was awful. Like you like the the troop squad that uh, Sonic, uh, Sonic runs into at some point in the film where he saves them from buzz bombers. Yeah. Uh, they were awful. They were fucking horrendous. Like. Wow, I, I mean, can't you act a little bit interested at least? Yeah, I, I think when it comes to that, I think that's the first time. I don't quote me on this, but I think this is the first time when they have actors interacting, talking to a CGI character, especially for Eddie Rabon film. I don't, I, I, I can't. This is what I mean. Like in the Mega Man film, there was two CGI robot masters in that, but I think that's been fighting since then. I think there's a difference between emotivating something that's not there than fighting something that's not there. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, like, like it's just, it, the acting, yeah, the acting was awful, even when they're, when they're just walking and talking about whether they can trust Sonic or not, that dialogue was fucking horrendous, like, it was really horrendous. Yeah, Are I, you sure we can trust him? It's like, <laughs> I, 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 Oh, the blue blur! Oh God, I'm like, can't, can't you can't you just say Sonic? Can't you just say Sonic? I mean, we know who this is, okay? Don't 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 tempt us! Don't don't make us go. Hmm, a man dressed up like a bat. We'll call him Vigilante with bat face or some shit like that. <laughs> uh, they could at least make some other reference to some of these other nicknames. So instead of the blue blur, maybe the fastest thing alive or. That's what I mean. They could they could have ref- said another nickname for him because the blue blur is mentioned quite a few times in this film, and it does. Oh, yeah, especially when robot, especially when Robotnik said the blue blur, I could, I almost died laughing. Yeah. <laughs> and also, Sonic actually does meet the GMU um, GUN troops. Um, there is a Sonic 06 reference there as well, which I was quite surprised about. 
Yeah, you're the one to talk about Sonic 06 being a, being a piece of shit you, you movie. <laughs> well, it's like, I, I think he was poking fun at it a little bit, like um, with Sonic saying, no, you're a human. Why Why were you like a human? It's, I think it was, he was trying to poke fun at that, but I think a lot of people, when they watch it, they're like, why do you even bother bringing it up? Like I said, that line would have been funnier if it was Jason Griffith. Yeah. And I'll tell you right now, Jason Griffith should have made a cameo in this movie. Oh. And let's talk about let's talk about the cameos. In this okay. Movie. This is what I mean. It's like I only noticed four in well four internet cameos on this. I I only noticed the big two. With Big Shard, James Rolfe, and Doug Walker. Yeah, <laughs> I know. At the beginning, um, when you see all the um, Eggman's air fleet flying over New York, which it's obvious is in New York, and um, when you look up, I think you see Dental Frost, the bald-headed guy. I think he was in the um, oh, the Nostalgia Critic video of um, the musical one. I can't remember. It had the Nostalgia tri- Chicken as well. Uh, Moulin Rouge. Moulin the um, other guy in that, I think, called Dental Frost. He, he makes a tiny cameo just looking there. Then the second cameo to appear is James Rolfe. It's been a beautiful... Which, which I laughed. I laughed at because he just came out of nowhere and I'm like, God damn it. Like, just, just God damn it. Like... Why why get these internet celebrities in here? Like they have nothing to do with Sonic, okay? They, they don't. And I yeah, it's it's. A, I understand. Like okay, yeah, you want more celebrities in this, and they're recognizable. But really, like you could have had anyone else do James's lines, and it wouldn't have made a difference. Thing, it was just distracting. The thing is, me. I didn't mind James doing it. The thing that distracted me was the green screen image they chose to put behind him, and it just looked like a normal room. If it looked more... Yeah! <laughs> I'm like, so the, so let me get this straight. This guy reports the news from his condo. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. The thing is, I didn't... That's what I mean. It's like, I didn't mind him being in it, because he, he has been in a, other Eddie Little Bomb's works. It's like, um, he was in his Ghostbusters film that he did back, back, back a couple of years ago, so he made a cameo in that, so... It wasn't that distract... It wasn't distracting that much. It just... It's just the location. It just it just pops up, and you're like, "Oh, it's da 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 da." But I've got to, got to say, it's um, the next cameo after that is Doug Walker. I think that's some of the best acting he's done. And he yes, where he doesn't say a goddamn thing, <laughs> which I was quite surprised about because he he's be quite give him credit. He's quite good at like showing expressions with his face. So him showing expression towards like nothing being there. I think that did help, and him having no lines at all, it's, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, but that's my problem. It's like, it's just really distracting. I'm like, oh, God, you're tempting me. I'm like, oh, God, if you blo- if these SWAT bots kill, uh, kill Doug Walker, this would be the greatest fucking movie ever made. <laughs> but, yeah, like I said, you could put like, yeah. anyone, like, anyone there and replace Doug. That, that, that's, that's the whole thing with that scene. Uh, you know what? Uh, looking back at it, I, I I thought, oh wow, this this cameo would have been great if it was like Jason Griffith or Ryan Drummond. That would have been fucking brilliant if they got Jason Griffith or Ryan Drummond in that role. Yeah. They didn't have them say anything, and they just have them look confused. I would have laughed myself shitless if uh, if it was Jason Griffith looking at. Huh? Yeah, that- <laughs> 
that would have been, you know what, that, that would have been good to see. Though, though I meant, like, you could put anyone else in that role. It, that's what I mean. Um, the Handsome Tom one really put me off. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. Why? I don't why are you in this movie? <laughs> I think he, the reason why he was in that was in the film because um, a, a lot of his Eddie LeBron's work has been streamed through Screw Attack before, so I think it was obvious that someone from Screw Attack was going to make a cameo, and it was him. So, but his one did, was distracting. I don't know why. The, the other two, the other two, I didn't mind. Like Doug, Doug and James, I didn't mind as much. It just was his. His one distracted me. But, but, but my point is, like all these cameos, they get distracting. I'm like, oh my god, a fucking cinema snob's going to have a cameo in this, isn't he? <laughs> Film brain's going to have a cameo in this at some point, isn't it? <laughs> oh, that that. Because that's how I feel about cameos in this. Is like, you show me cameos of internet celebrities, and this is what I think. I'm, I'm thinking, oh god, so and so is going to be in this, isn't it? Isn't he? <laughs> yeah. It's like, um, okay, I'm going to give you a hint here. He voiced one of the robots. This, this is the fourth one I, I notice. Uh, it was Last Angry Geek, wasn't it? Because I thought that was his voice. No, that was um, Ego Raptor. He voices one of the Gamma Robots in this. One. Well, well, Ego Raptor's done so much voice work. I, you know, it's it's not it's not that distracting. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like he did he did a voice role um, in the film, and I think he did one of the E Robots because when you're looking through the credits, it says the E100 Robots, and it's like the normal voice, and then it has said had Ego Raptor's real name underneath it, so. Aaron Hansen. Yeah. In the credits, so... I mean, I don't, I don't mind Aaron, because, like I said, he's a, he's a voice actor. I mean, people expect him to do this kind of stuff, but, like, when it comes to, like, cameos from internet celebrities, it's just distracting. It really is. It's like, okay, am I watching a Sonic movie, or am I watching the next Channel Awesome special? You know? <laughs> well, we can say... I, 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 take, I take this for Eddie Rebond. It's a lot better than the, um... Well, that guy with the glasses, um... Anniversary films. I say that much. Oh, you didn't like it when Angry Joe shot at the fence and screamed like a retard for twenty minutes. It's no use. The bullets going right through. Yeah, I, I, I actually quite ashamed of myself. I remember that line. <laughs> uh, I swear to God, if Angry Joe had a cameo in this movie, I'm like, fuck this movie. This movie's awful. No one should watch it. This movie is garbage. <laughs> and then the really off-putting thing that really off-put me is the bit, the very, very very end when you see Green Hill Zone with like they put this whole CGI Green Hill Zone in and then you've got like a realistic sky in the background and that's really off-putting yeah it looked awful and I'm like and the scene makes no sense it's like he's just running around and then he finds this entire zone that Robotnik hasn't found for some reason. He's like, oh, this could be interesting. Yeah. Wonder what I'm doing. Uh, and that's my problem. It's like, what is Sonic's motivation in this movie? What did he do? It's a good he, he says it. He says at the beginning of the film that it said, oh, this, um, I'm going to show you, it said, it used to be normal, peaceful life and everything like that, but this one big tubby Eggman took it all away from us. So I'm going to show you um, how we take it all back, but keep up. I'm quite quick, and you don't see any of that. That's the other thing. You don't even see a conflict between Sonic and Robotnik in this film. 
Yeah, I mean, it was just like, blue blur, kill him! I hate him for some reason, even though I haven't met him at this point in the movie. <laughs> he doesn't meet him at all in the whole entire film. Yeah, I'm like, wow, you, what's the point of having these two iconic characters if there's not going to be a scene where they meet each other? It's like fucking uh, Captain America and Red Skull and have the entire movie not have that entire last section of the movie cut out. So it's just stupid. And then at the very, very end as well, you had Fingers the Echidna. Oh, God. I expected him to say, I'll take care of him, nigga. That's what everyone on the internet seems to be calling him at the, at the moment, at the very end of the film. It's just like, oh, his fingers the echidna. <laughs> I, I swear to God, was that Igor after doing the voice, or is that someone else? I had no idea. I got no idea of Voices Knuckles in that. I, I think it might be Eddie LeBron, but like I said, I have no idea of Voices Knuckles at the end of the film. But yeah, again, it's just very off-putting. Yeah, because, no, here's the thing. Like, I'm like... Would, because when I was watching that, I was thinking to myself, oh, this would have been funny if Knuckles shows up at the end and he goes, I'll take care of him, nigger, or some shit from uh, Sonic, the so- so- awesome Sonic, or whatever the fuck that was called that Raptor did. And sure enough, Knuckles shows up. Well, I wouldn't even call him Knuckles because he's fingers. Yeah. So, it's just creepy. It just, it's fucking creepy that he has fingers. I'm like, come on, man. Yeah, because, because the little knuckles on his, um, well, knuckles are like little hook-shaped sort of things. And um, it's weird. It's I don't know what, what the make of it. It's just like you you see it and you're like, um, yeah, there's knuckles. Well, no, wait, he has fingers. Why does he have fingers? And that's what that's what's so funny. Everyone I've seen reviewed about this film, talked about this film, has always pointed out Knuckles had fingers in this film. And it's just really pointless. It just you see that's the final shot. It's like you see not you see Knuckles or well, fingers say, You have no idea what you're in for. End movie. What? When do we What <laughs> Yeah, um I can imagine a lot of the stuff that they probably film got on the cutting room got thrown, thrown thrown out the film, got thrown on the cutting room floor in this, which is kind of a shame because if the film was longer and it was standard out and you can explain the characters more, it would have been a lot better. But I can understand why, because it probably cost a lot of money to do the CGI stuff and it took a lot of time to animate it with, with, this, with the live action. Yeah, I know, but th- that's, that's my main problem with this, movie, with this movie is that it doesn't make sense. It's just... It's just these random references uh, from Sonic games thrown in together with no real plot. Uh, like, was there a plot? No, there wasn't. There wasn't really like, much motivation. The thing is that his Mega Man fan film had more of a story-driven narrative in that than this film does. Yeah, I mean, like I said, we waited like three years for this movie, and when it finally comes out, it, it's just, it feels like a prequel to, to an actual movie, and I'm like, come on, what is this? I expected the final scene to go end of prologue and the, the actual movie to begin. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else we can bring about that this film did wrong? Um, but, but like, I want to go back to the acting again because the acting was fucking awful. Uh, it's, it's like, oh, can we can we trust him? Oh, he's a he's a southerner or some whatever bullshit. Fuck it! Who wrote this shit? Oh, he's an island. I don't know. I, I think they're supposed to say because basically the whole, the whole reference to South Island was in Sonic Methods that apparently um, 
I think it was Sonic 2 that um, the island that the game took place on was called South Island. It was either Sonic 1 or 2 where it basically took place on South Island. And I think that's, that was, was the reference was. Yeah, I expected him to say furry. So he's a, he's a fucking furry hedgehog. Of course we can't trust him. <laughs> you know what? That, that, that would have been quite a funny little joke if they can play, did that well. But yeah, again, you know. I, knew, I think there was a little um, side project that came with this as well because I noticed that there's another film which ties into this that he did was called um, Subject 42. I don't know. I haven't watched it, but from, from what I heard, it is a tie into it or something like that. I only seen the poster. It's just like one of the gun soldiers. It just says subject forty seven. So, oh, so that's great, right? You know, you you have to watch a prequel to this. Come on, that's that's bad filmmaking. That really is like no movie. Like a movie should explain its story without the need to to go. Okay, watch this previous movie to understand what the fuck's going on. I it just really. That that pisses me off, really. It just really fucking pisses me off. Yeah, it's kind of a... I don't know what you would call it, but... Um, yeah, it's just very off-putting sort of thing. I don't know what you really call it. Yeah, I mean, like, and like I said, there's no fucking plot to this. It's just like Sonic running around being a bunch of buzz bombers and, and SWAT bots and... And that's it. That's the entire fucking movie. And then we cut back to Robotnik doing something. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. And, I find, and then he finds a Chaos Emerald. And I'm like, oh, so he's looking for the Chaos Emeralds. Are you going to explain on that? No? Okay. Okay, right. <laughs> what, okay, what can we say good about this film? I think we already said it, but... The guy, uh, the guy, the guy that got to play Robotnik was good. Uh, DJ Hazard, um, he was a great Robotnik, I think that, because that's what I love about him, is like, he was really fucking good, I mean, he was, he channeled the character perfectly, because I can't, I, you know, watching his performance, I'm like, oh, this guy, uh, has watched episodes of Sad AM and has watched, uh, Mike Pollock do, uh, voice acting for, for, uh, the, the current, Sonic games because that's what I feel he was channeling. He was channeling Jim Cummings and uh, Mike Pollock in his performance, and I thought that was really well done. Yeah, I, I just wish for his costume they went with the new modern version look of it because the little two yellow it, it looks like a race car jacket. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it, it, it's like, and why is he wearing black gloves? Didn't he wear white gloves in the game? Yes. That that makes no sense. <laughs> it's like he's wearing black gloves and and uh, oh, is it he? Yeah, yeah, I wasn't so I wasn't too keen on the costume, but uh, kudos to, for him to to actually grow um, a mustache for the role. Yeah, it's like it wasn't <laughs> like a crazy, insane one that Robotnik normally has, but yeah, again, it's a realistic Robotnik that looks he looks he looks good. He acted well. He was he was very menacing. He was very dark. Maybe they could light him up a tiny bit, but yeah, again, this film is so the film is so short. You don't. They don't explore explore him too too much. And that's and that's a you know it's it's both good and a, and a bad thing. Is like it's good because his performance was really good and he got the character right. But it's bad because he's the only good actor in this movie. And because he's the only good actor, the other actor's horrendous acting just just shows off even more because 
you have this guy who's trying really hard to be Robotnik, and he's trying, he's giving his best and all that. And you have these other guys, like I said, with the interrogation scene. You have that other guy who's getting interrogated, and he's just not not giving two two shits for, with his role. And that really took me out of it. Yeah, it's just like, oof. What else would you say good about the film? Hey, there's not a lot that's good. That's that's the thing. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's like for a fan film, it's very well put together. I'll just say that much. Uh, I I like the filming locations. Yeah, I don't know. locations were good. Cinematography was good. Um, like like I said, I, I like I like the I like Robotnik. He's great. I love the design of his egg carrier and all that and all that shit looks good. Looks good. But the, the thing is, it's just. There's no story. There's no motivation. There's no reason to fucking care about any of this. Which is very disappointing. That's the thing. It's just like you really, really want this. This is the thing that annoyed me about it. When I watched it, when I got to the end, I went, oh, that's it. I wanted more. I wanted more out of it. I wanted to see more. I wanted to know more. That was the thing. I think that was the biggest letdown in the film. It's just that it, it, it leaves an impact sort of thing like, in some way, you do want to continue watching it, but at the same time, you just can't because the film's not that long. It just it just leaves a lot of things open. It does feel like a pilot for a film or a television thing to be picked up on. It's just like you film this, show it to someone, then it get picked up, and then you actually make the proper film or all all television show. Yeah, because I, I got the feeling that it was like, and I hate to use this word, this expression, but it did feel like this, and I'm sorry, it did feel like a demo reel for something bigger. Yeah. And I, I really hate to say that, because with all the money that went into this, with all the donations, with all the, the cast, with all that stuff, I'm like, it, this is the best you could come up with? This is what I mean. I, um, this is what I mean. I um, donated towards this film as well, and... It's like, it's okay. It's like, if you're going to ask me to give the rating on this film, I would possibly say, if you want me to be fair on it, I would, I would if you're going to say rate it out of five, I would, I would give it like a three or a 3.5, to be fair. That's, that's like an average score. It's, it's average. It's what I expected it to be, sort of thing. But still at the same time, it is a bit of a disappointment because you want it, you, you want more out of it. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. It's like, I, I look. I didn't want to go into this hating this. I really wanted to like this. I really said to myself, okay, it's finally out. I want to see it. And that my reaction, my reaction was, and I posted this on Facebook. I was like, okay, I'm done watching the Sonic movie. What the fuck was that? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it. I I didn't want to go into this hating this because I'm like, you know. These guys are trying really hard. I mean, I understand that I understand that there's going to be budget limitations and all that. I understand it's going to be a fan film, but I didn't expect it to be this short, and not not even a movie. I'm like, they're not making profit off this either. Basically, they clearly state it is a fan made project. It's for non profit, so they put a lot of own time and effort into this work. They were not going to make a single penny out of it. To be fair, yeah, I understand that, and. If that w- if that's the case, then why is this? Why does this movie feel like a demo reel for something bigger? Why does that? Why is it like wanting? Uh, why is it making me feel like oh, they have something else that coming uh, in the horizon? 
I hope that's not. I hope that's not the case because I think a lot of people will be a bit peaked if that is the case. I I I hope not because, like I said, we've waited so many. This was announced back in '09. I think I think it was '09 <laughs> or late 2010. I can't remember. This was announced back in '09, and uh, you know, after, because I remember it was after the uh, Mega Man fan film had went up. I think you mentioned did, it. Yeah, did did uh, did uh, Eddie LeBron come on YouTube and say, "Yeah, by the way, I'm making a Sonic fan film as my next project." Yeah. That's when it was first announced, and it wasn't until late 2010 did they actually make that video and say, "Oh, you know, this is going to be the details about the movie. You can go here and donate, help yeah. us out, and blah 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 blah." You know, and just to see this as the final outcome. I don't know what to tell you. You know, I don't know what to tell you because if I because if I you know I'll I'll just have to be honest and say that I really did not enjoy this at all because I like it and it just made me sad because it wasn't like a shitty movie where you're like oh you know this movie's shit there's no fucking potential for it to be good but this had a lot of potential to be really amazing but I hated the direction they went with it. Where it just felt like a demo reel to another bigger movie. I love the guy who played Robotnik. He was great, but the other acting was shit. The cameos were distracting. And like I said, Jaleel White, um, he was really struggling with his role. And the CGI, while some of it, in some cases, it did look it's good. Missed. It missed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really hit and miss. So I don't know. I honest, honestly, I don't know how I feel about this movie. Because I had, because one side of me really, really fucking hates it, and the other side of me is like, I don't want to be too hard on it because it's a fan movie. So yeah. I, I think the thing is that the Sonic fan base is very hardcore when it comes to fan material stuff and something get built up for a long time, and um, they can be very militant the Sonic fans, and I know this for a fact. And I think I think the Sonic fans are going to give this a lot harder time than it should should have been. Which is kind of a shame because it's not the worst film, the worst fan film out there. There's oh god, I've seen worse on YouTube. I've seen I saw a GI Joe fan film that was nothing but nothing but swearing and and gore. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's not the worst fan product you're gonna see ever ever been. That's that's the thing. It's just that it's just I think people were expecting a lot more from it. I've I think yeah, yeah, because uh, and let's be fair here. There are Star Wars fan movies that have little budget, but they turn out to be amazing. Oh yeah, definitely. Like someone, someone did a Boba Fett fan movie. It looked fucking amazing. Yeah. And they didn't have they had a shoestring budget for that, and I'm like, wow, you guys are really talented. I hope George Lucas or LucasArts has seen this because you guys are really talented. Chad Vader started out as a fan movie that George Lucas watched and said he liked, and that's how it became a YouTube series. And he ended up voicing Darth Vader in um, Star Wars Force Unleashed. Yeah, so I understand. that. that that's what I'm saying. It's like, even though most of these fan movies have low budgets, they can turn out to be amazing. Oh, yeah, definitely. And it's just really disappointing. That's 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 the word I can best use best use to describe the Sonic fan film. Is it's disappointing. It is really disappointing. And 
I don't know what to rate it because if I rate it too low, everyone's going to be like, "Oh, you're you just you're cynical bastard." But if I rate it too high, everyone's going to go, "Oh, you like this? How dare you like this? This is, this movie was fucking garbage." That's that's, and, uh, that's that's the reason why I'm just giving it. If if I had to rate it, I already said what I was going to say. It's like a, between a three and a three point five. It's I say it's average. That's what I mean. I think it's just average. If you're going to rate it by that. For a fan film, it's very well made. I don't know what the budget... I don't know what the whole official budget was for this whole film. I, I don't know if he, he mentioned how much donations he got or money he got from other places to make this film. But for the budget, for the money he gathered to make this film, I, I wouldn't have been able to do it. He, he did it. So two years, I give him props for that. He, he did well. Yeah, I mean, he. It's. I mean, I'm glad that they actually got this thing off the ground and all that stuff and like other fucking projects that you know, we're not going to mention on here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because there was two Sonic fan films that were announced that were going to be made, and then this one actually delivered. So. And you know, you know what, you know, now that you mentioned that, you know what, I think. I think it was great to see Jaleel White back. I mean, like, I, I gave the guy a hard time, but you know what? It's nice to see him back as Sonic because, you know, I, could, I can think of a certain someone who, unfortunately, isn't alive with us today that would have loved this, and that is Ben Hurst, uh, the original uh, writer-producer for Sad AM, the guy who came up with all the concepts for those, for those uh, for that for that series. I think he would have loved seeing Jaleel as, as uh, Sonic again. Yeah, I'd, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah um, those are the pros and cons for it. You just hope. That's what I mean. I just hope that this doesn't get as too much grief as it, it's getting from some people. I, I've seen some fan commentaries that have been done already by um, certain groups, and um, they've been negative on it. But at the same time, you you're, you're not paying a single. If if I if I had to pay money to go in the cinema to see this film, I would have been pissed. But. I'm, I saw it for free. It, you can watch it free on YouTube, on his um, on his um, Blue Cool Studios website, and it, it's free. So, and also watch it on ScoreTag. It's uh, again, it's free. You can't. Really- yeah, yeah. That's 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 the reason why I'm not really furious about this. That's the reason why I'm saying okay, I don't really 100% hate this because. Once again, I didn't pay money for this. I didn't go to a movie, pay money to see this. I mean, if I paid money to see this, I would have got pissed, no, no doubt. But I didn't pay money to see this, so I can't really, so I can't really be one hundred percent pissed about it. But like I said, I, I, I can't rate it because there's one, there's a lot of bad in it, but then there's a lot of good in it. I mean, the the, the filmmaker's intention was good, but the execution was kind of shitty. So I don't know how to rate it. So I'm sorry, I, I can't rate this movie. No rating. <laughs> it's like Eddie Rabon, He did a. I, I felt that he did a good job with, with with what he had to what he had to make, and he 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 delivered. He delivered what what I was expecting. It wasn't anything better or worse. That's all I mean. It, it could have been a lot worse, and it wasn't. So. I, I give him props. He did a fantastic job on this. Yeah, like I said, I mean, it's it's and it's much better than the Mega Man movie because that the Mega Man movie was fucking awful. It was garbage. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. It's like you can have some advantage and disadvantage for it being longer and shorter. And I just possibly if this film was about half an hour long, I'd say give it an extra twenty minutes or so. 
I I think this film w- would have been a lot better. If yeah, I mean, it would it would it would have it would have been better if it actually had if it was longer, had a plot because there this wasn't there wasn't much of a plot in this because you know like I said it was just a bunch of Sonic references thrown in there for eighteen minutes and you know. It's, it's it's it was better it was better delivered than most of most of the more recent Sega stuff. To be fair, Sonic's been doing with been doing with their, their storytelling. It's not like extreme goofy. Yeah, I mean, I understand. Like they wanted it to be more serious as opposed to being goofy. But again, fing, fingers the echidna, man. Oh. Fingers. <laughs> I think I think that's. I wouldn't be surprised that that's going to be an internet name name at some point. Oh god! I, 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 you know what? I just, I don't know why this book popped into me, but all I'm gonna say is rule thirty-four. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. I don't have to say any more than that. I just say fingers he kidna rule thirty-four. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, it's like finally the epic slash fiction fan movie is finally made, coming this summer. Oh god. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, should we just say our final thoughts on the film? Yeah, final thoughts. You want to go first? Uh, yeah. I, I, okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, you, since you're putting me on the spotlight, Tom. Yeah, well, well you are the main host, so go ahead. <laughs> okay. Um, like I said, I, I, I can't really give this film a rating because, like, I'm so mixed about it. I'm like, there's, like I said, one hand, the execution was really terrible, but on the other hand, like... The, the filmmaker's intentions was pretty good, so I can't, so I can't fault them on that. And like I said, I didn't pay money to see this, so I don't know. I mean, it just there's a lot of stuff I hated, but there's a lot of stuff I liked. Well, okay, there's only one thing I liked, which was Robotnik, but still, like, there was a lot of effort put into this. Like, they they really tried their best to make the CG Sonic look good, and I, I I'll give them credit for that. They they really tried their hardest to make the, to get this project off the ground, and, and and at the very least, there's something for us to watch, as opposed to just ha- saying, okay, this project is never going to happen, like some other Sonic fan projects that have been going on for years now. So, yeah, I I, I, don't, I can't really rate it because, like I said, if I rate it too badly, everyone's going to go, oh well, it's not that bad. But if I rate it too badly, it's like, oh, you're a cynical bastard, and you know, you, fuck you. <laughs> Well, no. I got to admit, as a hardcore Sonic fan as I am, um, I like I said, it's okay. It's not bad. There's been a lot worse out there. It was enjoyable for what it is, and for a fan project that been announced, God, back almost over three years now. He did it. He did a good job to get it together, put it together, and get it out there. Because some some fan projects that get announced. And it, when, as the longer it goes on, the less likely it's ever going to come out to see the, the light of day. And there's been a lot of Sonic fan projects that's been announced, like in Flash formations, um, animation, live action. There have been a few, and this is one of them that basically was announced. It did take it did take its time to come out, but better late than never. So, again, Robotnik's acting was good. I felt felt in it, and I just. My only doubt, my only disappointment with the film is that I wish it was longer. And again, it's free to watch, so I can't complain that much because they didn't make they didn't make a profit 
off. Uh, they're not going to make a profit off this film. And it, it, the large majority of, of it was him asking money from people who was donations and also possibly asking favours from people to lend the money to him to make this film. So, yeah, I recommend if you're a Sonic fan, go and watch it. But watch it open-mindedly. I, I know... I know we're Sonic fans, and a lot of Sonic fans will be very, very critical about Sonic content. But again, please, just watch it with an open mind. Just don't be too critical of it, because it's a fan thing. You didn't pay for it. Let's say, for example, we paid for 06. Basically, the fans paid for 06 to play it. So it, that that can be a lot worse in that sense, is that we basically played bad Sonic games for quite a long time, and we paid for those bad Sonic games. This, on the other hand, was made freely. It was put online for free, and we watched it for free. So that's what I mean. There's been a lot of worse Sonic content. And also, to be fair, for, for, for what he did, that he put in the film, I'd say it's been better than some stuff that Sega's been doing back a couple of years ago. That's what I mean. Oh yeah, I mean, like at least they, they at least they tried here. I mean, it's not like Sonic 06 where they fucking didn't even give two shits about the storyline. Yeah, I mean, it's like there's been worse Sonic content with worse stuff in it. 06 is the prime example here. So yeah, go and watch it. Uh, I'm seriously go and go and watch it. Uh, I highly recommend it. And that's that's our thoughts on the Sonic uh, fan movie by Eddie LeBron and. Uh, well, what's the production company name again? Fuck, I forgot. Blue Core Studios. <laughs> and Blue Core Studios. Um, and surprisingly, we weren't really that hard on the movie, but, but yeah, you know, I mean, we didn't want to be too hard on it, and I hope that, you know, you agree with our opinion, and if you don't, then you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> very classy, very classy. <laughs> right, Any last word before we uh, wrap this thing up? <laughs> um, it's no use. Take this.